0: Greetings and welcome to the illustrious episode 38 of the Arcade Raiders podcast. This is what happens when you give a group of content creators a microphone and a lovely audience. I am Jeremy and with me to help deliver these shenanigans is my good friend Jesse. I'm going to ask you how you're doing sir but I've got a good idea of how you're feeling. Where's my anger translator? That's what I
1: freaking need right now. It's been, it's been a freaking day. We're going to go for your stuff because I'm going
0: to go on a little rant here in a little bit. Jeremy, how are you doing? I'm tired. This has been a very stressful week at work. Um, but I'm doing okay. It's 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 feeling a little bit better. I'm glad it's Friday. We're recording this on Friday, so I'm glad. I'm just I'm just worn out.
1: I hear I'm now so worn. this rant. Right. This rant. So this freaking rant. Okay, <laughs> let me let me start with this. Let me start with this. I'm gonna start calm. I'm gonna start calm. Hi, everyone. Hi. Keep it calm. <sighs> so it's also because like we bought a used car because my previous car was going down. And I was like, "Up, I might as well get, you know, a newer one. So we got the new car. Problem was, you know, there's a problem with the used car right away. There's only one Linus. set of keys, one set of keys. So it was like crap. They're like, well, you can go to batteries plus and get another key and you can use our discount. I'm like, cool great fantastic they had a special orders key for us because it's one of those like keys with the inside the fob itself oh yeah yeah so it goes blink pops out they call me today and they're like hey we got your key uh do you want to come in and get fixed uh, like sure how long will it take 20 minutes and i'm like i just got off work i can do this i'm like sure i'll be over there in a little bit good batteries plus and i hand my key like great it's take 20 minutes 20 minutes passes nothing Another 20 minutes pass, another 10 minutes pass, nothing. I get up, I go to the front desk, no one's been found. Like, where the hell are they? Five minutes later, they come up, go Like, Oh, you're still here? I'm like, You have my keys. Where am I going to go? It's like, Oh. <laughs> so this time it's been like 35 minutes. I wait at Barry's Plus for one hour and 30 minutes. Oh, wow. For my keys to be done. Now, at this point, at this point, I am, I am living. My my phone battery about to die because I was like texting you, I was texting my wife, be like, this tank forever. I wish there was Taco Bell nearby. I was pissed. I was hungry. I was tired. I was sweaty. Well, I didn't I freak know. out. I pulled a, I, I I do my own version. I I you know I like to have good customer service. I like to have great yeah. customer service. You know, like I understand what's behind the counter. I know what it's like I want them to be like. I like that guy. I hope he comes back. This time I was livid, and what I did, because 'cause I'm a giant. I know my biggest thing is I'm intimidating without doing anything, and I got something called a resting dick face. So every time I, I sit down like this, this blank stare, dead. I look at him, look at the, look at the freaking, the freaking card swiper, and I'm like, I want to get off here. Like, oh, we're sorry, you know. Here, how would that cost? So I was like, okay. I just leave, get in my car, and I scream. Now, this whole time, I'm trying to figure out: Am I too much of a dick? Am I too the much? is. Cause I like to have good customer service, but it's like, was that too much of a dick move to go silent, resting dick face, and just say nothing?
0: No, I think I think sometimes saying nothing is better than you know jumping in and saying something that you're gonna regret. You know what I mean? Or something that's not nice. Yeah. So I think you did good. You know, you you didn't jump on, You didn't jump over. You didn't yell at them, did you?
1: No, but I did oh. talk sternly, <laughs> and I enunciate <laughs> every word. I was waiting here for one hour and thirty minutes. You mean to tell me? <laughs> and you know, you the, the the teeth closed like I am trying to hold my cool here. Yeah, you better get me my stuff so help me but got the kebab, got the key peaced out yeah i, I peaced out. i was like i was gone i was like i'm hungry
0: taco bell yeah i don't bite me
1: <sighs>
0: so well you know some, sometimes that happens but i agree with you on the good customer service part there yeah well maybe we can make you happy tonight with some video game news how about that oh no Maybe. Does that sound good? We're going to try. Like, who's a
1: good boy? Who wants this? a video game news? Think, video game who news. wants some
0: good video game <laughs> Who's going to be the goodest of boys? <laughs> Every week, we like to take a look at the news going on in our video game world. It's time for some Arcade Raider news with Jesse.
1: Welcome to Arcade News, guys. Let's take a look at the news desk this week. So, the Volver Direct was this weekend, and we got some look at some games. And by the way, the Volver Direct is just insane, as always. They put on a great show, like a really great show, for this time, about a few games. Um, we got a few games we're going to talk about here. We're going to go with the whole list. They announced Shadow Warrior 3, Fall Guys, a recent Oct- August 4th, Kyrian, on uh, J- July 23rd on Xbox Game Pass, Old Gila, Sirius Sam, and Devolver Land Expo, which is kind of their whole, like, I guess their freebie game, which is supposed to be a joke, about like, Devolver stuff. Did you watch it, Scott?
0: Uh, Jimmy? Uh, no, I, I I watched a little bit of the, the recap. I'm not a huge, like, I'm not a huge Devolver fan. Like, there's a few things that I'll, that, you know, that I've checked out with Devolver. But I'm not a huge Devolver fan. So they they put on a good show. Like every year it's something super creative and super like weird over the top. And dark. Yeah, like, oh. weird and dark and over the top. I think one year they had blood coming out of their mouths. Like they beat each other up and, you know, some really weird stuff. Uh, but I've checked out a few games from Devolver. I think, I've you know, like Hotline Miami I know I've checked out. I mm-hmm. think that's – is that Devolver? That's Devolver, yep. I think it is. Yeah, like I, I the hotline Miami is um Enter the Gungeon Devolver, I think that's Enter the Gungeon one is as well. Devolver, yep. Yeah, yeah. So I've I've checked those out. I think the most recent one I checked out was the Messenger and that was that was a really good one, but other than that, I mean eh, I'm not a huge fan. Yeah. But Fall
1: Guys, which is gonna be like BR's massive Mario Party. So I'm like I am sold. You got something to have <laughs> interest. Mario Party? Oh frick yeah mario party with it's guns right pretty much uh, fall guys it's mar it's it's like mario party but with like pudgy little
0: things that waddle oh yeah i i okay i know oh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. okay i just searched it real quick i know exactly what you're talking about yeah
1: yeah Was well, wanted whole like art style like oh that's fall guys that's right yep but we'll move on to our next thing that happened this weekend ubisoft forward which is ubisoft's kind of press conference year which we got some uh we got some games that got that uh got uh dates so i'm happy uh we got a sound f- look at Watch Dogs legion that's released on october 29th rainbow six elite squad which is gonna be a mobile game at this point really uh hyperscape which is their br assassin's creed valhalla released november 17th and then finally Far Cry six
0: released on February eighteenth, two thousand twenty one. Yeah, so there's a lot going on there. First of all, I thought the Ubisoft Ford was extremely boring. Um I agree. Yeah, I agree. I it was it was it was just boring. Um and, and you know, I don't know if it's again because it was, you know, done remotely or it was pre recorded. You know, this one was pre recorded actually. I don't yeah. know if it's just pre recorded and, and it just felt like it just did not have energy to it at all. Um I Watch Dogs Legion. After watching that and watching it, I watched it like two or three times, and it just—it doesn't really look good to me. I—I um, I played Watch Dogs, and I was so—I felt burned out on Watch Dogs and Watch Dogs 2. I know it kind of came around a little bit better, um, but Watch Dogs Legion—it just looks too deep for me. Like I don't know, there's something about it that just doesn't appeal to me. Um, Hyperscape's blowing up on Twitch right now. I, it's even blown up on youtube and and all over the world so hyperscape is blowing up pretty big um valhalla i'm pretty uh, i'll probably be playing that yes, one Yes, um, yes i am thinking though i'm i'm hearing a lot of rumors about it being extremely extremely more violent than normal um you know um you, and i don't know if that's because
1: i think it's because of Vikings is more yeah.
0: you know as as I mean, Vikings throughout history, you know, you hear about them being more ruthless, you know, especially during their battles. Like I get that, but I don't know. But I've heard rumor that it is like even some of the people that have designed the game have said this one's this one's gonna be pretty pretty hardcore, you know. Um, so but it looks amazing. It looks really good. Um, of course, we saw more ship battles, so there you go. You're gonna have more ship battles, um, and you know, but it's more of let's invade. You know certain things. Oh, I—I I, so I cool.
1: can't wait for Valhalla. At this point. Yeah, no, I it looks wait. really good.
0: Yeah. I like the raven that flies around you. It's the, it's a raven, I think. It's because it's Odin. I'm I assume, um, because it isn't that? I think that's the bird that represents Odin, or whatever you know, elite god they worship. Uh, um, I but don't. It looks really good. But Far Cry six. Far, Far Cry six. So, it leaked a few days earlier. It did. It did. And I was so pissed off that it did, because I love the actor Giancarlo Esposito. I loved him in Breaking Bad. I loved him in Better Call Saul. I loved him in The Mandalorian. Like, he is a just badass actor. He plays he good. He sold. plays bad so good. He plays oh, bad so yes. good. Yes. He plays bad guys. Like, he is, to me, he's one of the ultimate bad guys. Uh, and especially when you bring in, you know... um, him, you, you know, using, you know, being um, bilingual and speaking Spanish, it just makes it so much, you know. It, it's, it's. He's got that bad guy vibe, mm-hmm. um, and the, the the little monologue he does in the trailer with his, I get, I assume it's his son. Um, I think it even says it's his son in the in the trailer. You know, he gives him the grenade. I was like, oh my god, this dude it's is like, one of the worst. What this, the hell it's is like, going on? This, what is going on? And apparently, I don't. Has it been confirmed that this one's like a prequel to Far Cry Three? Uh, they are speculating. Is, it is because I see a scar
1: on the kid's like yeah. thing, and it looks like Vos' scar. Voss like, scar, yeah. It's like, if it is, and this is how Voss becomes so
0: damn crazy. Oh, I'd love it. Oh, I think that'd same. be great. I, Voss is, is hands down one of my favorite bad guys in any video game I've ever played. Like, it, it's it, it's so good. And that actor is, uh, ironically, is that actor that plays Voss is also one of the uh, top characters in Better Call Saul. So he plays one of the um, top you know drug dealers uh, for the cartel in Better Call Saul. And it's really good. He is a good actor. He was also in, oh gosh, what was that show? Orphan Black. He was in Orphan Black, I believe. And he did a great job in that too. Anyway, um, I'm all in for Far Cry 6. Especially just because that actor's there. And he's amazing.
1: Yeah, but I hope it's not like Far Cry 5, because let's admit, Far Cry 5 was. Uh,
0: it, it I didn't like
1: the setting of Far Cry 5. I didn't like the pacing of Far Cry, Far Cry 5.
0: Mm-mm. No. And also, Far Cry 5 was ruined for me. Somebody I know ruined it for me after, like, uh, probably 12 hours in the storyline, because it's a pretty lengthy storyline. Somebody ruined it to me. I was like, well, okay. I don't want to play Dick. this anymore.
1: Yeah.
0: Thanks, dude. Um, so it was ruined But it's fine I, I played a little bit further Longer And I was like Well it can't be that bad And then like How it was explained to me I was like Oh yeah this is not fun at all I just I, I did not like Far Cry I liked about the first 12 hours of it um, But then it just It just didn't seem Like a good story anymore And then the ending Yeah Was I guess, like, you know, like What I mean, Come on Yeah You know it, it seemed like The ending seemed like A cop out to me Is what it seemed like But you know That's neither here nor there But Far Cry 6, on board. Oh, definitely.
1: Um, Let's go on to some a little more different news. Okay, we all seen the pictures. LEGO now have a model kit of an NES. Also a little TV that will play Super Mario Brothers. But, surprising fact, this little, like, LEGO kit, 230 bucks. Which, it looks cool. It looks cool. I love the fact that it's a little anime Mario game that doesn't really play. It's kind of, crank the wheel and it's like, oh look, he's jumping. I think that's pretty badass. But that price point. I'm sorry, I'm not a big Leo guy, but who spends two hundred plus dollars on a Leo kit?
0: You would be surprised, man. People spend top dollar on Legos that are nostalgic to them. It's pretty crazy. I could see it spin it you know what? If it would actually play the Nintendo games, oh I'd be all over if it
1: played it I would
0: I'd pay two hundred and thirty dollars for that. Yes, I will wait in line for this. But yeah, I'm good. <laughs> you're good. Uh, it, it's two thousand six hundred and forty six pieces. Wow. Uh, listen, I built models for like half those pieces and
1: rat the cost. Come on. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah you're, you you built Gundam models, right? Yeah, gun and paint them. So you know, so and paint them. Yeah, so.
1: Yeah. So like, honestly, <laughs> it's. That's I think Legos like, are
0: cool. Legos are great, but geez, two hundred thirty bucks. It's like that one Death Star Lego set. Isn't it like a thousand dollars or something like that, or like five hundred bucks? Some crazy expensive amount of money. I think it could be. Uh, I'm not quite sure. The top of my head, we are gonna look this up because I know they make more expensive. Nine hundred dollars. Nine. Oh, this one's five hundred dollars. I think. Yeah, this is the this is the Death Star. It's five hundred dollars. That's the one that's opened. But yeah. I think there's multiple kinds. I think there's one that's closed as well. But you know, it's it, ugh, that's a lot of money. That's a console, <laughs> in my opinion.
1: That is too damn much.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know, people love buying that, stuff, so it's like, okay. Hey, if you love it, I'm all for you having some fun. Uh, but it'd be kinda of so it'd be kinda of cool to see on stream. Hey, speaking of streams. Oh uh, yeah. Dr. Jerry Speck is
1: back in the news, yay! And finally breaking the silence about his ban back in June. In an interview with PC Gamer, he said he'll not be coming back to Twitch. Also, he will see him in court. <laughs> so still, we have no idea why he got banned. There According is, to him, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. But there's some speculations out there that could be criminal-related, but who the fuck knows? Um, at this point, do you care? Honestly, at this point, I just someone is not saying the full truth. Yeah. And it's, I'm not sure if you trying to make Twitch send the bad guy or is Twitch trying to make him the bad guy. At this point, I just want to, I want to get to the bottom of this, you know?
0: Well, it's almost like, if you look this week, he did like an interview for almost every news outlet there was, like Washington Post or something like that, you know, um, or New York Times, one of those two. And then he went on and then his PC Gamer And then apparently he did an interview with like several other outlets. I'm like, wait a minute. Is this, is this like a campaign to kind of put in the ear of people that he doesn't really know? And are they using this? I don't know. It just feels campaigny to me and it might not be. And I would love to be proven wrong, but on the flip side, if it's something that he did, you know, and it was like against terms of service, I don't know. Do we, should we expect to know? So, you know, we don't do the same thing. Well, not that, you know, is it, is it because it was predatory and we should be aware of those actions, you know, like the public should know some things. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. Um, but I'm pretty sure there's, it's, it's being tied up in legal battles right now. I, I'm pretty sure it's what's going to be. I just thought it was weird that he, he posted a thing says, I still don't know what's going on. And then like two days ago, he posted a video. Uh, it was a really cool video by the way. So if you check it out on his Twitter, um, It was a video of him, like a a a movie, like a kind of a cyberpunk sort of movie, Mm -hmm. and him singing this really cool synthwave song. Um, And it's a real; it was actually pretty cool. Um, But he's changed all this stuff to YouTube. I assume he's changed. He's changed. He's put the YouTube link on his Twitter just so he can still um, get money because you know every time Mm -hmm. they click on something, he's getting millions of views. Probably making a ton of money on YouTube. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, So I don't know. Um, At this point, though, I mean. I'm kind of over it. I kind I'm kind of like, eh. Okay, cool, dude. Um. You know, let's just let's just move on. Um, and let maybe let maybe bring some attention to some good folks on Twitch. You know, that are still there and you know still cranking out. And anyway, nope. Everyone the
1: shitlord. That's where we're at now. <laughs> everyone the everyone the goddamn shitlord. We could all be
0: fired right now. But what's so crazy is. Like, people are literally searching the internet for every little clue they can find about his, his, this issue. And people are literally like doing deep dives on his last stream and analyzing it frame by frame by frame and, you know, they speculating are, they on They are things. red stringing this. They are red stringing oh, this so hard. My gosh, dude. You go on YouTube, and there are thousands and thousands of videos speculating on why he was in trouble. And, oh, did you see in like, Eight minutes and forty two seconds, he um he looked at his and phone and then looked up like he was fixing to cry. And I'm like, What well, okay, maybe I don't know. But you know, we'll see what he what he did. And I will say one thing about him. So I actually started poking around several days ago, not on his Dr. Disrespect Twitter feed, but on his actual guy beam. His him, like his uh-huh. actual personal Twitter account. And I scrolled down to about 2016, 2015 when he was first kind of starting to do stuff. And it was really cool. It was a really refreshing perspective of him as a person because he would only do Dr. Disrespect for like random like surprises.
1: Yeah. Like that would be his you like
0: YouTube persona. Yeah. For yeah. yeah. And um, he was, it was really fun to see his interviews and his commentary on, on BRs, you know, five years ago and really talk about and analyze like Call of Duty and playing skills and playing tactics it was really refreshing that he like his tweets seemed actual genuine and it wasn't a business tweet mm-hmm. um, so i mean that's that yeah anyway that was kind of a little side thought but it was kind of refreshing not seeing doctor disrespect like i was actually reading tweets that were about you know games From a and, person not and not a brand. just like yeah
1: we're gonna go yeah, shove personal. like so much G fuel down this guy's throat.
0: Firm handshakes all around. No, it was actually, you know, it was it was it was just refreshing to see um, the normal side of him and the real yeah. side of him. Okay, let's move on to this story here.
1: Uh, for those of you out there with a disk drive on your PC, still, Microsoft Flight Simulator got you covered. They're releasing a ten disk physical version for one one hundred and fifty gigabytes. So ten disks to install Flight Sim. 10, 10 disc. I, why are we doing this again? But I don't know. Like, I do want to, I do see why we're doing this is because there's a manual involved, and people are like, oh, great, now I can actually read a manual. It's
0: like, great. But so, you remember the manual back in the day when Flight Simulator was real big in the 90s, right? Like, the, the yeah, remember that? Yeah, I did. the flight manual was actually like a freaking manual, like, it was, it was like a textbook that weighed like 50 pounds. Um, and I remember the earlier Flight Simulator still came with that many discs. Like it was a, it's a, it's a very, very large game. It is. And, but 10 gig, and those, those, or those 150 gigabytes, the discs, I think, are actual DVD discs as well. They are, they are. Um, you know, because it has to have that quality of, of that film style quality. I am going to, I'm going to get this game. <laughs> I am, I'm kind of excited. Are about you getting it. physical or are you getting digital? Um, I think I'm going to try to get the physical just because that downloading 150 gigs, that's a lot, you know, that's a lot. And they, I bet I get throttled for that, you know? So, yeah, they're probably be a free, like a pre download, like, oh yeah, download right away. We'll lock it later. Like, cool. I, I don't know. I think it's going to be pretty cool. I'm excited about the game just to see. How it's evolved, you know, and, and and what they have to offer in this one, but it's a really it's a large game, it's a really large game, and it's, it's going to be neat, old school.
1: Okay, well, let's go sometime I know that we kind of like together. Uh, now we got an interest video games and movies. We also like books about fictional video games. Uh, pre-orders for Ready Player Two are live. The sequel to Ernest Cline's first book, Ready Player One. And this book will be released on November 24th. Now, I know when I first talked to you, we were like, oh, Ready Player One was going to be so epic, all this stuff. And thank God it won't be a freaking Ready Player Two movie because it ended right there. Like,
0: oh, thank God. Woo! They're not going to ruin our book. I'm we're- excited. I already pre-ordered it. You did? <laughs> oh, yeah. The second I saw that announcement, I pre-ordered it. I- I'm in love with Ready Player One. I think Ernie Klein's of. Ernie Klein is a, is a fantastic um, author. I think he's a fantastic guy. I think he's in uh, honestly, I think he's, he's kind of a, um, I don't know, just kind of a, a person I look up to with, with that sort of nostalgia, you know, just because of, of his knowledge of video games and pop culture and, I, I love it. I love Ready Player One. I even liked Ready Player One the movie. I know it was different. No, you know it, I, it didn't I I, I will fight you on book. that one. That that was that was a slap in the face to book, and I am so pissed. I liked I I liked the movie. I liked the different take. Um, you know he wrote it with um oh what's his name Penn. Steven um, Spielberg. No. Yeah, well Steven Spielberg produced it, but I think him uh, and his yeah, buddy um, is it Zach Pan. What really That's it. Oh,
1: no. Yeah. I, of I Simon don't remember because he wasn't in that movie, but
0: yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Simon Pegg was in the movie. Yeah, um, Simon Pegg's fantastic. Is. Um, but I, I don't know. I love Ready Player One. I think the book is fantastic. I own several different copies of the book. Um, I also have several different autographed copies of the book. Um, I got to go see Ernie Klein do a presentation. I got to eat dinner with Ernie Klein. I got to hang out with him in a bar. He's just a fantastic guy. My son got to meet him. My son loves Ready Player One. We saw the movie on opening night with with Ernie Klein and with the Q and A, and it's just one of those. I think it's one of those books that really captures my whole childhood. See, and then I love the book. Throws it into that dystopian (gasps) time.
1: I freaking hated the movie so damn much because I went there (laughs) with like with these like good. I was like, oh boy, you're gonna make my you know my favorite book. Like I like read a book. I was like, I read a book. I haven't read a book in like five <laughs> years. I was yeah. proud to read a book. I was so hyped. And then I go there. And I sit down in the theater. And I'm just like... My wife I have a, My wife knows when I want to walk out of a thing. Like when i watching my movies at home. I like slam my hands on my lap. Raise them up. I'm like, I'm done. We're out. We're out. No more. We're done. Get me off the ride. Mm-hmm. And I did that, like, like first, like, five minutes.
0: I was like, I'm done. Yeah. A lot of people were disappointed in the way the movie did not completely translate to the book. Um, and that's hard to do. A lot of books don't. It is, but, I, but... In a sense, though, I feel that this is one of those times when you're like, man, this movie r- or this book really needs to match the movie. It's just one of those rare books that, you know, it needs to it needs to almost be a shot-for-shot. You know, it's like we always talk about video games. We'd love to see remakes, like Final Fantasy VII Remake. And Final Fantasy VII Remake is not really a shot-for-shot remake. But this is one of those instances where it's almost like the book should have been a shot-for-shot. But, of course, then that movie would have been like nine hours long. I would have watched that movie, okay? They could have made three freaking movies. (laughs) I would have watched
1: every movie. They could could turn every freaking key into a freaking movie i don't give a crap i would watch it i was waiting for the D &D part i was like oh boy it better be in here oh no and by the way read a book guys the book is so much better than the movie you get so much more in there because they do a lot more deep dive in the 80s stuff and
0: yes and the book is so much better and it's whole like. and then finding the first key the whole you know uh the whole D, &D, you know um yeah it was a reference the the D &D module what was it called uh Ah, yeah tomb of horrors yeah tomb of horrors uh, it, that, that whole, like first, that whole section there is this book is just a book that makes your imagination go wild. Yes. And it, it it's a, such a good story and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a kid that steps up because adults are shitty and fights back and saves the world and, you know, comes from nothing. You know, a lot of people can relate to him because of, you know, where he comes from, you know, where he comes from, you know. Being poor and, you know, being discarded in a society that really doesn't care about anything real anymore because it's all virtual. Yeah. It's such yeah. a good book. Such a good book.
1: Movie. Eh. But let's go on to the <laughs> free stuff here. Okay. We got, some, we got a free item It's on Epic Store until July 23rd. You can pick up Torchlight 2, which I recommend. I, pick, I say pick it up. Yeah, it's a good pickup. It's a good free game. It's a good free
0: game. It's a free game. But They're doing Torchlight 3 now, too, aren't they? Oh,
1: Torchlight 3 is on Early Access. Ah, and it's yeah. and it's alright. It's still a little buggy because when we say the word Early Access, we mean full of bugs.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's all and,
1: good. Yeah, I, I, I dabbled in it. I was like, okay. I'll wait till more future patches come out if I play it more of it. <laughs> I dabbled. I dabbled. But that's it for AR week. We'll be back next week with more stuff on my desk. Take care.
0: Okay, this segment is what we like to call the mailbag. This, in this segment, we take a question from an audience member or a community member and try to answer said question and try to give our opinions on things and deep dive into to whatever they're asking or whatever they're looking for. Anyway, I digress. This week, the question is kind of an odd question, but we've, we've actually asked each other this question before. So there's been a lot of games coming out this week. Um, first of all, today... Uh, we're recording on a Friday, and what was released today was uh, the new Paper Mario Origami King, and then it, we also got Ghost of Tsushima that came out today. And one question we've kind of always pitched is if a game's released on Friday, a lot of things, a lot of times, sorry, a lot of times we see reviews done a few days or several days before because of embargoes. So this question is: How do you feel about journalists and news outlets? releasing reviews ahead of the games, i.e. several days before the games actually come out. How do you guys feel about that? And Jesse, that's that's a really good question. Um, I think there's a lot of mixed emotions, especially lately with leaks and things like that. Yeah. How do you feel about, do you feel like there should be, like that embargo is like, let's say seven or five days or two days or whatever. Do you think that, that's fair for a lot of people
1: i would say no because honestly i feel like like let's say we know what, what, what you know so well we do streaming stuff we get sometimes we get games early just try them yeah. on our hands they give them a little try out. They out stream them. like i got a copy of forza 4 4, 9, 4 before it came out and uh they're like yeah, you can stream it now if you want to, but you can't say anything good or bad until like this day. Mm-hmm. I'm like okay, and I trust me. I put in like twenty four hours in that first couple days, so yeah, I get my. Own or we copy. get
0: a lot of, or we get a lot of. Hey, you can play the game, but please do not stream the last chapter or yeah. the last two chapters or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I've had that happen before. Um, but honestly, I feel like a lot of people
1: tend to like rush through it to give like an honest god thing to it and not have fun the game uh especially in our kind of field where it's like we gotta stream it but we gotta make sure we're doing fast because we're pretty much racing everyone else to get to the ending so it's not ruined for us like you know we talked about earlier when it came to far cry 5 and that's the way it kind of feels a little bit it's like we're always rushing so we don't get enjoyed again that much we're just like okay i guess games do not really pick my interest that much uh 7 out of 10. Or, I don't know, it feels like, especially these like, bigger news outlets, like game forms like that, they don't really have someone that, is like, comfortable with those games, like, oh, you got a, a guy that plays like, a bunch of shooters playing Dark Souls. You know. And so it kind of feels like, that these reviews are, tend to be more like, half-assed. In a polite way of saying it. More than anything, I think honestly we just gave them time. They're just trying to get our view out so that way you can go buy the game the right away. That you go buy the game on release day. But I wait. I would wait on reviews. Like yeah. we get a game out on freaking Tuesday. I don't want to see review, an honest review until next week. But that's right down that part. Jeremy, where are you on that
0: whole spectrum? So I have a whole. I don't know. I've mixed emotions on some of the things. So first of all, you know, developers and publishers will put an embargo like, hey, you can't, you know, if we give you a preview code, you can't, you know, release your review until X day. Um, It might be like with Death Stranding. I know that listening to a couple of the popular video game journal outlets um, they said that, I think I'm pretty sure it was Death Stranding for what I remember, like you had to beat the game completely before you could review it. Like you had to verify that you beat the game and they like checked your play time and everything else to show that you'd beat the game. Um, so, you know, you have those mm-hmm. things and I think sometimes those things are needed just because, yeah, you're right. Sometimes, you know, I feel like I get a review, but I'm like, man, that's kind of a harsh review. And did they really play the game all the way through or or, or things like that? but releasing it several days early, I sometimes feel cheated. Um, Now I know it's, it's up to me too. Well then Jeremy, why are you reading now? And I'm like, well, it's everywhere, you know? um, But I, for some, I think for some, I get the feeling that, oh, they love it because it kind of helps them make that final decision. And that, that's probably happened to me before. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, so I guess I am okay with it, but I'm not okay with it. I think it depends on how much we hear about the game. Uh, And as long as the game, as long as the reviews are spoiler free, I'm more apt to read them. Um, But when it starts talking about the slightest thing about, uh, you know, like I saw one article, that says this article spoiler free, but then it gave the intro of the game. I was like, that's not spoiler free. You just literally gave the intro of the game. If you're going to say spoiler free, just talk about combat, you know, um, Mm -hmm. talk about, mechanics maybe talk about sound i don't want to know anything about the story <laughs> so you to uh, don't even give me the name of the character yeah. yeah 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 but again that's but it, then again it's kind of hard for me to say and i will because i'm sure a lot of people listening to this you know the no no the millions the, of people that I'm listen that to the podcast too
1: where it sounds like you want to go on as blind as hell but the vague like description like is the game is yeah. the, you
0: know is this game good yeah like but again, Without- it, it's it's my fault for reading those reviews. So I will say that. So I, I understand that. Um, but sometimes I would just like, maybe if the review came out the day of, I don't know. I don't know how all that works behind the scenes and what the embargoes are and things like mm-hmm. that. But, you know, and, and then I want publicity. So a publisher wants early publicity because it does sell, you know, if, if, especially if they know it's a good game like Ghost of Tsushima, you know, or with The Last of Us 2, is, you know, those few days leading up to the game release, people talk good about it, then people go, oh, I'll buy the game then. You know, my favorite person said this, so that sounds cool. But I don't know. So I I guess I'm just kind of a mixed bag on that one. But again, I will say, yes, I know it's my fault for reading the reviews. Yes, I probably shouldn't read the reviews. Uh, But I'm also saying I don't know all the rules or the unwritten rules for reviews on games before they come out. But sometimes I would just not like to see any... I would not like to see the word review until the day of. Just, you know, just to put everything on even playing field. Because then you do get instances mm-hmm. like with The Last of Us where they do an early review. And then all of a sudden, now They're everybody hates the game, the game even though yeah. they've never played it. Like, you've never played the game, it, yet it was kind of partially leaked, but you've never played it. So you're basing it off this stuff, and you're giving it a hard time. And it just doesn't seem fair to some of the people that put out... You know, some people sacrificing their their adult lives to produce something for you. And you see why I played WE two K twenty. Now you
1: see why. It's like, yeah, like I'm like going to way. like, oh, this game sucks. This game sucks. Have you played it?
0: Yeah, no? exactly. yeah. No, then no, don't then...
1: fucking judge it. You just read reviews on it. You lazy piece of shit. Play yeah. a fucking game. Play a fucking game. Get there and play that
0: fucking game. Spend that money. Play that game. Yeah, but on a on – a, on a, well, so let me ask you this question about reviews. Mm-hmm. Have you ever read a review and, like, just been really disappointed and it turned you off of a game before you even bought it? I have bought all my shitty games I read reviews for. What's that? Okay. So, you, <laughs> like, so, so you're not one that pays the truth. I'll be honest. I, that's gone both ways for me. There have been yeah. games that I've been excited about and then have seen a really bad review, and I'm like, oh, man, that's a bummer. I kind of trust this, this, this author. So maybe, you know, I'll wait to see some more stuff and I'll cancel my pre-order, but there's been times where I'm like, Oh, that game looks so bad. But then I've seen, you know, uh, another, dudes, again, yeah. another outlet. Yeah. That I trust. And they're like, this is one of the best RPGs of all times. You're going to want to play this game. It has uh, ABC mechanics. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, that, that was one of my, I'm still on that. And it's getting a damn movie. Made an yeah. adaptation, so uh, maybe the movie will be better in the game. I don't know. Maybe I just need to give that game another shot. I don't know. It's boring. I would say,
1: you know, like, going there, like, a few months later, like, maybe sometimes it's here, with a fret, you know, like, a, like okay, like, okay, as a of time. let's see what's
0: different. Yeah, see what's different. Yeah. For sure.
1: Because right now, yeah. like, I'm going for all those status creeds. I'm about to hit, you know, Black Flag, which I freaking hate it. I'm going to judge it again with a fresh, like a fresh new set of eyes. So, you know, I think it'll be kind of great to kind of like take a second
0: look at it a little later on. And maybe that's what I need to do. And I do try to do that from time to time, but that Mm -hmm. game just, it just was not my cup of tea. But maybe I do need to kind of give it another shot. So, I don't know. Wait a little bit. Wait a
1: little bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But anyway, no, that's a good question um, about reviews and how... How do you appreciate them? Do you think they're too soon? You know, do you think they should be should wait a little bit longer? But again, these are just our opinions, folks. We don't know all the unwritten rules behind the scenes. We don't know all that. And if if you want to educate us, please educate us on some of the some of the background stuff. We're not top tier streamers, so we're not privy to some of those I, things. I have you know that um,
1: you're a totally but reviews here. <laughs> uh,
0: I, I'm waiting for that re- song. Please do that to me, please. Yeah. Well just you know, just tell educate us. We're, yes. we're, I'm cool with that. You know, I don't mind if I'm wrong, just educate it's, us. But let's hope anyway. it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, so yeah, good question. Are reviews sometimes too early? Yes and no. I think we both kind of potentially see the goods and bads about it. But that was the mailbag question. Thanks so much for that question. Each week we also like to discuss the newer old games that we are playing. In a segment we call What is Tickling Our Funny Bits? Jesse, what games are tickling your funny bits this week?
1: Well, I've been playing a fuckload of status Creed. Uh, I started playing Revelation sometime like last week. I finished it Sunday. And I was like, wow, that was a pretty short game. So then I'm in Assassin's Creed 3 now, which is still amazing, but. Dear God, that intro. I forget how long and boring that intro is of just <laughs> bullshit. Uh, but now, like, I'm past the intro part, which just happened for the game. And now the game just opens up for you. I'm like, okay, and now the game is fun. Now I'm going to have some fun.
0: And then... That's I, a, AC3, right? Is that what AC you said? Three, AC3, yeah. Yep. Good old Connor is fighting for America. Yeah, Connor's the main character in that one, Connor, right? Connor, yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I I love this character.
1: I I hate him as assassin, but I love that whole damn story because America. But uh, but then I started playing this little indie title. Um, I don't know if you've heard about it. Ooblets, Ooblets. <laughs> have, have <laughs> we, yes. Have we have we heard about Oblitz here? Oh, yes, we have. We talked about multiple times in the show that also don't buy me a copy when I when they I come out. And I bought my copy, and oh my god, this game is just like combination of harvest moon pokemon and slay aspire so it is everything i've been waiting for in a game if you can just find those like games together and it's get to me i'm fine yeah and this is the game i get and i'm happy i'm happy and I've,
0: I've, I've heard a lot of good things about it so uh, uh, like where's your copies Where's your copies jeremy how where are these copies I've, at? I've been playing other stuff. I haven't. <laughs> I've been so busy. Yeah, what have you been playing? Um, so I have been playing uh, Yakuza Zero. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more than halfway through now. I think the game is so good. It's so it silly and so over the top. It's it's cheesy, and I think that was one of the things that always turned me off is because I was I didn't understand the cheese of the game. But once you start playing it, understand the cheese of the game. It's like for one of the quests. One of the side quests was I had to help a girl that needed a visa, but she kept pronouncing it, and he thought it meant was pizza. Uh-huh. So he goes, and he brings her a pizza. Mm-hmm. Well, she gets kind of pissed off because she meant visa, <clears throat> and he couldn't understand her accent. And once you, anyway, long story short, once you complete the quest, the pizza delivery guy, like, once the quest is complete, the camera pans over to the end of the alley, and the pizza delivery guy's like, standing there, like, nodding his head and, like, gives a thumbs up. And I'm like, that is the cheesiest thing. It's it's fantastic, just the way it's played out. And some of the things in the game are just really funny. And, but when it goes to the cinematics in the main story, it's like they the flip the switch flips, and it's just real serious and a really thought out story. And then next scene, turn the switch off, and it's cheesy again. And I I really like it. I think it's a really fun game. Now my question to combat. you.
1: Because I played 02 it zero and t- zero t- it's an amazing game. Have you gone to the video place yet?
0: No, the video place is not unlocked yet. Oh, you I have... know what you're talking about. Oh, you it have has not unlocked yet. Has not unlocked yet. Oh, I'm still waiting for that. I think honestly, I'm either on the chapter or it's the next chapter. But I, th- I from what I understand, I think I'm getting close. Yeah, I did discover Mr. Libido though. <laughs> that was. One... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, well, okay, Um, that happened. But anyway, lots of stuff happens. And I have also been playing, um, as of today, I'm officially about three or four hours into um, Ghost of Tsushima. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to make a very bold statement right now. Okay. This could potentially be game of the year. It It is pretty good. Um, the there's a lot of collecting. It reminds me of um, the first couple of Assassin's Creeds. Um, it's it's really good. I love. You can definitely tell the the Japanese cinematic uh, samurai inspirations, like the old movies from like the '60s and '70s. The opening scene and the opening, like when you know, like when the credits scroll across the screen, you know, to open the game or whatever. Like it it. It basically is one of those big cinematic samurai movies from like the sixties and seventies. Uh it felt very Tarantino ish to me. Um, you know, like from Kill Bill, that sort because you know he owes a lot of Kill Bill to some of the samurai sixties and seventies, you know, Japanese samurai movies that were made and real popular. And man, it's really good so far. I'm I'm gonna make a bold prediction say it could potentially be game of the year.
1: I'm just waiting for all the and the year stuff, where it's like, this game year, this game year. And we yeah. forget about the stuff that came out be the of
0: the year. We're like, oh, this
1: a good game. <laughs> or the
0: end of last year, remember? Because it, oh, yeah. it's from December. so uh, Or November, whatever. Because remember, last year, it's also uh, Last Jedi counts mm-hmm. for this year. Um, so, you know, you've got the contenders for Game of the Year will be, will definitely be Last of Us 2, um, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, I'm going to say, of course, Cyberpunk will probably be one of those. Throw Animal and
1: Crossing because, honestly, they freaking... Like, they everyone, need a Nintendo
0: game. Yeah, they, yeah. Everyone's playing Animal Crossing. Let's admit it. Yeah, and I don't think Breath of the Wild 2, if it comes out this year, will come out in time for it, the it game of the year. It won't come out this year. Uh, I don't know, dude. Uh, all A bunch of the voice actors have finished recording on it as of, like, May. Yeah, they finished recording, but have they
1: finished the game? Has the game? I, I mean, gone it looks like the yet. same
0: engine. It looks like the same engine as Breath of the First, Breath of the Wild. So, I mean, same engine. What do you do? Just replace models and skins? I don't know. I know there's more to that than video games. So don't yeah. start yelling at me, kids. I know there's more to that. But when you already have a working engine, it makes the next part of your game a little bit easier to a little. It, it doesn't take as much time. And when I say time, I'm not saying it's like one or two weeks. Like several months worth of of extra times. So. It takes only three days to build a new <laughs> game. Yeah. All right, so what game releases we come out this, have oh, coming out boy,
1: this week? Oh, we got game release this week for week of... I forget the week, but... Hey, it's 20th. There it is. July 20th. Yeah, July 20th, yeah. There we are. I figured it out. We got Into the Radius on Rift, Quest, and Vive on the 20th. Rocket of the 3, make and break for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, Stadia, whatever that is, and PC <laughs> on the 21st. Creeks on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on July 22nd. Carrion, hey, we talked about this earlier, on Xbox One, Switch, and PC on July 23rd. Christ Remastered on Switch on July 23rd. Dying Light Hell Raid on PS4, Xbox One, and PC on 23rd. Roki on PC July 23rd. And Pair Beast on Rift and Vive on July 24th. So we're getting we're getting some more in in there definitely it's pretty much an indie week except for Crisis yeah and Dying Light I don't know like nothing, I was, nothing 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 there for me uh, maybe hell Hellrake I do enjoy Dying Light I think Dying Light's like one of the amazing zombie games if you guys haven't played Dying Light give it a look it's a beautiful game it's pretty much Dead Island intense. but better it's intense it's intense but I love it yeah, that Rookie game looks kind of cool. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a very pretty indie game. I'm picking up Kyrian because you have me at lovely, lovely Devolver, and I'm like, I can beat a monster? Mm. Okay. That's so kind of funny. I mean, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. You know, like,
0: it sold me. Okay, sadly, friends, it's that time again. It's time to sell out and promote our content because it's the end of the show. Jesse, let the good folks on the internet know where they can find you.
1: You can come find me at twitch.tv slash tag underscore burger where I'm streaming games regularly. And you can come find me at twitter.com and Instagram at Tapper
0: and follow me there. Jeremy, where can follow you at... You can find me on the Twitches at twitch.tv slash skyrobi That's M-R-S-K-Y-R-O-B-I. You can also find me on Twitter at Mr. skyrobi and... I'm putting up YouTube content, folks, so you can find my YouTube channel by searching for Mr. Skyrobi. That's M R S K Y R O B I. And, friends, that does it for our time this week. Remember, our goal here at the Arcade Raiders podcast is to deliver our unique perspective into the video gaming world with random usings and discussions. Until we see you again, folks, enjoy playing your games, especially Ghost of Tsushima.
1: No, Ooplets.